what has your attitude? Oh, attitude. Jeez, I just bit my tongue. <laughs> what has your attitude been like lately? I know for me, I had to put myself in check recently after realizing that my selfish attitude almost blocked someone's blessing. Let's talk about that. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Notice Have Diaries. I'm your host, Alicia Ward. So here's what happened. A colleague of mine asked in our group chat recently if anyone had extra face masks and if so, if we'd be willing to give her a few. Now, I saw the message. I knew very well that I had a few that I could have spared, but that I did absolutely nothing in response to that message. Instead, selfishness stepped in and was like, Mm-mm, are you really going to give her those face masks? Like, right now it's every man for themselves, okay? You have to look out for you. You don't want to leave yourself wanting, now do you? And then further to that, I thought, you know what? She'll be fine. Someone else is going to give her something. So again, I read the message, ignored the request even though I could have offered what was being asked for. Did I feel guilty? Yeah, kind of, but not guilty enough to change my mind, at least not at that point. But then Sunday service rolled around via Zoom, of course, and my pastor said something along the lines of, don't allow people to take advantage of you during this time, but at the same time, if you can help someone, if you can genuinely help someone and know that you'll be okay even after helping them, help them. Now, I don't know why, but as soon as she said that, I thought about my colleague and how I could have been a blessing to her, but I didn't act on it right away. And so after our online church service, I got on my phone and I gave her a call and I asked if she still wanted the face mask and she said yes. I explained to her that I couldn't give her the quantity she was looking for, but I could give her a few from what I have once that was okay with her. So we made the arrangements and moments later I went by her home, I gave her the mask, we kind of chat for a little bit and then I left. Moments, moments after I left, I got a text from her. And in the text, she was basically expressing how thankful she was for the mask. And then she went on to say something along the lines of, oh, you're such a godsend. No, as simple as her saying that was, it was in that moment that I realized I did the right thing. I don't know who needs to hear this, but your bad attitudes... It's holding back someone else's blessing. It's holding someone's blessing hostage. You know within your heart of hearts that God has been telling you, do this, do that for somebody, but you've been fighting it. If it is that you're unsure, which trust me, I'm sure we can all identify with feeling unsure when we feel as though God is telling us to do something. If it is that you're unsure, because our mind can play tricks on us, just ask God to validate as I learn or ask him, in other words, to confirm that prompt that you've been feeling. I mean, Gideon did, so why can't we? 
If it is that you find it challenging to release that $50 or to give away that bag of groceries to the person that God is telling you to give it to, think about it this way. Think about all the people who are possibly holding back your blessings or holding your blessings hostage because of their attitudes or because their attitudes are louder than God's still small voice telling them, bless Alicia with this. Bless Daniel with that. You understand what I'm saying? It's not exactly the nicest feeling when we consider it from that perspective. But if you look at it that way, perhaps it would help you to be more open to giving than to be selfish in the situation. You know, now I'm not saying that as soon as you give money is going to automatically appear in your bank account or food is just going to pop up in your cupboards. But what I'm reminding us of is the fact that giving is a cycle. It's a cycle that starts, stops, or continues with us. Now, there's, a, there's actually a scripture that says, give, and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over, and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Another Bible translation talks about having the right attitude when giving. So if you give a lot, you get a lot. If you give a little, you get a little. But also, if you give with the wrong attitude, people are going to give back to you with the wrong attitude. Have you ever gotten something from somebody and the way in which they gave it to you, it made you not want that thing again because the attitude behind it was just terrible. It's like, if you're going to have an attitude to give it to me, why give it to me? Why not just keep it? You know, sometimes we might not demonstrate that attitude outwardly to people, but in our minds, we're cussing and we're fretting and we're saying, I don't want to give this person this thing, but you know, God said to give them, so might as well. No, that's the same attitude. People are going to give you things. And trust me, when you're on the receiving end of it, it's not pretty. So if you've been feeling led to be a blessing to someone, stop holding the person's blessing hostage and do what God is telling you to do. Did you know that whatever good thoughts you have, when you feel the urge to do something genuinely kind for someone, that's God speaking to you. The devil is not going to tell you to bless somebody with food or to give this person $20 or to just randomly take up something that you have extras of and give to somebody. The the devil is not going to tell you to do that. All good thoughts come from God. So if you feel inclined to be a blessing, obey that voice. Sometimes it can bring you to the point of tears when the other person or the person on the receiving end of your blessing tells you, I was just praying to God for that, or I've been wanting this for weeks, or I just finished the last of this, and here you come giving me exactly what I want. You're going to feel so good on the inside knowing that you listen to God. And not only that, but then you're continuing the cycle of giving, meaning you give one way, you're going to get back the other way. It's a continuous thing. You give, you receive, you give, you receive. You will not, or you may not, I should say, receive from the person that you gave, but you're still going to receive. I'll give you an example. I remember years ago, 
um, this was before God blessed me with my car and I used to take the bus. I remember sitting beside a lady and a little boy. I don't know if it was her child, her little brother, I don't know. And I just felt pay for their bus fare. I was like, huh? You're talking to me, God? This black girl? I, I tried to fight the feeling at first because I was like, that was so random. But I heard again, pay for their bus fare. I was like, ah, okay, this is kind of weird, but okay. So it just so happened that we we were both coming off at the same stop. And as I was paying for my fare, she was behind of me. And I said to the busman, I'm also paying for this lady and the little boy as well. And I said, and, and, and that's when I turned to her and I said, Miss, I, I would like to pay for your bus fare. And she smiled, the biggest smile, and she said thank you, and she walked off. Her smile alone was enough to make me feel good, to be honest with you. That was enough to make me feel good. I don't know this woman from Adam. I don't know if it is that that bus fare was the last set of money she had. I don't know what her situation was, but I felt good knowing that I listened and I was able to be a blessing to her. Fast forward just a couple of days after that, like literally a couple of days after that, I was coming off of the bus and a gentleman behind me paid my bus fare. No, that can't go right. The gentleman in front of me, sorry. <laughs> the gentleman in front of me, because I was behind him waiting to go and pay my bus fare next. The gentleman in front of me turned and said, Miss, that's all right. You can go ahead. I was like, wait, what? And immediately I thought of the lady who God told me to pay her bus fare for. And I said, wow, look at that. Look at that. I obeyed and God came through for me. Not through the same lady, but through somebody else. And it was from that experience and other experiences, of course, that I realized, you know what? It does not make sense to withhold good things if you know you're able to really, really be of help to someone. Because you just never know when your turn is going to come. You don't know when you're going to be in need of something and someone is going to come through for you at the last minute. You don't know when surprise blessings would pop up where God might say, you know what? Here, have that. I just feel like throwing in this for you today. You just don't know. So if you if you even during this time where everyone is is trying their best to monitor what they have and be very wise in using what they have, which I can understand and which is recommended, why not ask God or why not think of a way that you can be a blessing to someone? Who do you know is in need of something that you have excess of that you're able to bless? Another thing I learned too, when it comes to giving and being a blessing to someone is that we're all pretenders. You can't necessarily look at someone and know what it is that they're dealing with. I think of my colleague who I gave the face masks to, face masks to, jeez. <laughs> she has children, right? I think she has two boys. And it was only when I was going back home, the thought came to me, what if this woman was home crying out to God for these masks, not knowing where they were coming from, but still decided to trust God? You understand? You don't know what people are dealing with. You can't tell just by looking at them. Some people are so good 
at concealing their struggle or concealing whatever difficulty they may be experiencing. They would laugh with you. They would joke with you. They would smile the biggest smile and then go home and cry the longest of tears. You just never know what obeying God when he says to give is going to do. You don't know what doors you're going to open for yourself. And then the flip side to that is you don't know what doors you're keeping closed if you choose to have the wrong attitude when it comes to giving. Think about something that you're trusting God for now. Could it be that your attitude is hindering you from receiving it? Could it be that you're able to be a blessing, but you're choosing to be stingy. You're choosing to hold that blessing hostage and therefore someone is holding your blessing hostage. Think about that. Really sit and think about it. And then even if after all I would have said, even if it's still a struggle for you, go back to God and say, God, I believe you're telling me to do this and it's hard. It's hard for me to let this go because I don't know if I'm going to get more. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Go back to God and tell him exactly how you feel. Ask him to confirm whether you should, you really should give away this thing or be a blessing in this way or not. And if it is that he confirms it, trust me when I say it is going to come back. God has a way of blowing your mind in ways that you just know it's God. I put up both my hands on my feet in testifying to that. Trust me on that one. So again, if you give a little, you get a little. If you give a lot, you get a lot. If you give with the wrong attitudes, if you give with a stink attitude, if you give with a selfish attitude, it's going to come back to you the very same way. Remember, whatever you sow, you reap. As we continue to look at attitudes, another point I want to mention is now is not the time to be highlighting the fact that you still have a job, which means you can still pay for the things that you want to pay for once they're available. Now is not the time to be telling people you don't know what to eat because you have so many options. I mean, really? Don't you think that's being a little insensitive? Don't get me wrong, it's it's a great thing that you're still employed. It's great that you're still able to take care of yourself and take care of your family. But watch out for those subtle ways you may try to flaunt that. It could be bringing up grocery shopping while in conversation with someone just to hear them talk about what they don't have so you can then highlight what you do have. It can be hopping on social media every day and sharing pictures of how stocked your house is with essential items and the things you buy on a regular basis. Or it can be subtly complaining, and I say that sarcastically because you're not really complaining but subtly flaunting, about having to work from home. I'm not saying that you're doing it intentionally, but just be mindful of how you may be coming across to those closest to you who may not be as fortunate as at this time. Whenever you find yourself feeling the urge to do or say something that you knew is just another way for you to highlight yourself, just try your best to exercise restraint. Again, turn the tables. How would you feel if your friend or family member or even your significant other for that matter was to be so tone deaf that they just can't seem to realize when they're coming across as arrogant or insensitive? Remember, They don't know our intentions behind what we say or do, but God does. And whatever we dish out to people, 
If it's a hurtful intention wrapped up in a smile or jovial banter, best believe it will come back to us. Again, what you sow is what you reap. So be mindful of your attitudes in that area as well. Another big area when it comes to our attitudes, especially at this time, that I want to highlight before I wrap up this week's session of Note to Self Diaries is the area of gratefulness and ungratefulness. Now, I'll be the first to admit that I was guilty of joining in with the complaining about how bored I am, how I wish I could do this, how I wish I could do that, etc., etc., etc. I may not have said it out loud like some people, but I had moments where I was fretting on the inside. And who's the one person that's aware of our thoughts? God. So let's look at things from God's perspective for a moment. Imagine having the power to protect someone every single day from a virus they cannot see. You're doing whatever it takes to keep them safe. Yet, instead of them telling you, you know what, thank you so much. I really appreciate you looking out for me. I really appreciate you protecting me. You're hearing, so I can't go outside. Like, seriously, I really can't go outside. I get that I'm alive. That's nice. But you're telling me I can't have friends over. I really can't go outside. I can't go to the beach. I can't go to the restaurant. I can't go have a drink with friends. I can't go outside. God, really? I'm alive. Yes, that's great. But I want to go outside. Cut me some slack, please. At least I said, please. Doesn't that come across as ungrateful if you were listening if someone was to tell you that knowing what you know about protecting them from something they can't even see something that even came close to home and they didn't even know you understand wouldn't you feel a way you're protecting their life you're protecting them from dying and all you keep hearing day in and day out is them fretting about not being able to go outside If you felt a way listening to that, imagine how God feels listening to us and how we complain about, I can't do this. I can't do that. It's just a virus. I don't understand why this is happening. God says in everything, give thanks. For us to give something, it means we must first have it. So that means if God is telling us to give thanks in everything, there is something or some things to give thanks for, even in difficult situations. I'd be lying if I didn't say, in some instances, it's very difficult to highlight or to spot those things to be grateful for. But that doesn't mean they don't exist. Just look around you. If you can go to your kitchen and grab a snack, you have a reason to be grateful. If you can take a nap whenever you feel like it in a comfortable bed, With a fan or AC, you have a reason to be grateful. If you can taste, smell, see, and hear, you have a reason to be grateful. If you're not in the hospital, trust me, you have a reason to be grateful. If you can open your purse or open your wallet or check your bank account online and see some dollars, you have a reason to be grateful. I don't think you need me to continue because you're a very smart person. You get my point. You know what gratitude is? Gratitude is a magnet. Oprah was once quoted as saying, the more thankful I become, the more my bounty increased. That's because for sure, what you focus on expands. When you focus on the goodness of life, you create more of it. 
choose to focus on the good in and around you, God is definitely taking note. And when he sees that you're choosing to be grateful instead of complaining, instead of whining, in very obvious difficulties, because we're all feeling uncomfortable, we're all experiencing this. It's not just it's not just you alone. It's me, you, and everybody else. When you choose to be grateful despite all that's happening right now, God will give you even more reason to be grateful. Let's not continue to chime in with others in highlighting all that's not going the way that we want it to at this time. Again, we're all feeling it. But even in the midst of our uncomfortableness, there is a lot to be grateful for. So let's focus on that instead and let's see what happens. Note to self, check your attitude. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of NTSD. If you liked it, like it. If you loved it, share it. And if you can't get enough, please be sure to subscribe. To keep up with the latest episodes, you can subscribe or follow Noticef Diaries on any one of the following platforms, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, TuneIn, or YouTube. I post new episodes every Wednesday. You could also follow Noticef Diaries on Instagram and Facebook at NTS Diaries. Until our next podcast and chill session, take care.